Welcome to the Inclusive Education Project. I'm Vicki Brett. I'm Amanda Salohi. We're two civil rights lawyers on a mission to change the conversation about education, civil rights, and modern activism. Each week, we're going to explore new topics which are going to educate and empower others and give them a platform to enact change in education and level the playing field. So we have... The Very luck, special guest. The lucky though, few. No, the lucky few. You, so I was setting it up. I was setting up. We have a lucky few on oh. today. Oh, okay. Well, whatever. I didn't this catch is, up. We I don't rehearse <laughs> these things. This is all um, live. This is all live, everyone. But we have... This is probably the most guests we've had, The most right? amount of people on the pod ever at on the same pod. time. So this will be fun. <laughs> so we have Heather, Mercedes, and Micah from The Lucky Few. They have their own podcast. And who wants to go first? Who should go first to kind of give a little bit of information about The Lucky Few podcast? Heather, do you want to go? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> when there's... Three people, it's like, I don't know. I know, I know. Usually arm wrestle to figure it out. Yes. Yes. Have time. time. Yeah. You know, time. And we're all in different spaces. So that's very tricky. To make Technology. Yeah, so, <laughs> so we are the Lucky Few Podcast. We are shifting the Down Syndrome narrative by shouting their worth. And so we're just three moms. We don't claim to be experts on anything because we're not. And being three moms is enough, right? And so we yeah. just want to share what's happening in our lives, talk about about current issues we have experts on often, which you guys are going to be on our podcast as experts. Just talk about the things that we know as moms we want to hear about and share with our community and shift the Down syndrome narrative so that our kids are seen as totally valuable and worthy and able and amazing and wonderful. And, and yes, it's hard, but that's okay. And that's what we do. Ladies, you want to jump in here? I think you said it pretty well, Heather. You're a pro, right? You know what we're doing. <laughs> and so, Heather, I know that you had kind of started with this, like, hashtag kind of the lucky few, and it just kind of grew from there. And we're in a similar space with, you know, our nonprofit, the Inclusive Education Project. It's so much bigger than where like we started, right? So of course you're talking about your experiences with your kiddos, but I feel like it's so applicable to so many parents. Was that something that you thought from the beginning would happen or it just kind of grew as your little mom tribe kind of grew? Oh, it just totally grew. I mean, I think when I started an Instagram account, I think when most of us started Instagram accounts, we didn't know it could become what it is Mm -hmm. in terms of its reach and its power. And now people, like there's entire careers based off of Instagram that are like legit careers. Some are not so legit, but some people have created like a legit (laughs) career on Instagram. And none of us knew that when we started accounts. I mean, how many years ago? Like eight years ago at this point in life, maybe seven. And so I had no idea. And I remember one day, when I realized that you could click on the hashtag to oh. see the other hashtag. <laughs> like, I didn't know. I didn't really know what hashtags meant. And I'd been using the, the phrase lucky few and I saw someone else used it. And so I clicked on that and re- realized, oh my gosh, people are using this in the Down Syndrome community um, with the same meaning that I intended to have. And then I looked and it's like the first hundred or so tags are just me yeah. saying it on my post. Yeah. And then it's like a few more people and then it just grew and grew and grew. So it's just become bigger, and then with that, it's more than a hashtag. I mean, it's really yeah. the thing that blows my mind about it is we're putting a asset language to something that's considered a deficit. 
and really trying to take, it's like three little words that really are shifting narratives and making people change their mind about what it means to have a child with Down syndrome. Oh, we love that so much. And you, we say like person first all the time, but I love that asset. We're going to start using that. We're going to say that. <laughs> asset over deficit. This is Micah. I'll add in that I met Heather because of the hashtag, because after my son Ace was born four years ago, I had a friend who was like, you need to look at this hashtag, the lucky few. And I did. And that was an entrance for me into a whole world that I discovered on Instagram. And I feel like there's so many people like me who, like Heather's hashtag has opened up a new way of these families meeting each other and knowing each other. And it's really amazing. Yeah, I first, I think, saw the hashtag and started like following, going down like a huge rabbit hole on Instagram, like last year or something when I like saw an article of like the mom starting to get the tattoo Mm -hmm. and like just started down this rabbit hole and like it's so great that Instagram has created this kind of community for multiple different communities and just connected people in a way that I don't think was anticipated totally and it can I mean we all know there's so much negative stuff out there when it comes to social media but the down syndrome space has been a real sweet space that I think well, and this is another episode, everybody, so that I think we need to be really wise about and kind of protect that. It's easy to get sucked into all the negative things that social media can be, yeah. unfortunately. I think people are in that realm, right? And there's so much good that could come of it with having the intention behind it and, you know, words matter. And that's what we always try, at least with our podcast, is trying to start that conversation and it totally syncs up with everything that you're saying. And what I find interesting about Instagram is, Heather, I think you and Mercedes knew each other before, right? I did. Yeah, yeah. And then just even opening up that community because you had joined, because Sunflower is your oldest, right, Mercedes? She is. Yeah. 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 Definitely. Heather and Josh, I met them through Heather's sister, Hannah. Hannah and I shared a tiny room in a cabin for forest home camps for two whole summers. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's funny. And I know. When I got married to my sweet husband, Andy, three years in, we wanted to adopt. And I remember Heather and Josh, through Hannah, going through their process of adoption and then finally bringing home Macy and then meeting Macy and just seeing them. And I had previous. I wouldn't say, well, yeah, experience, but also like my life was already invested in the differently abled community before even adopting Sunflower. So when we talked about adopting, it didn't surprise my husband that I brought up about a baby with Down syndrome. I think it surprised me more. He was pretty much on board right away, which then made me be like, oh, wait, okay, now we're serious about this. Yeah. We're really going to do it. <laughs> right. <laughs> but I don't think I would have had that idea or that, like, inkling to do that or, like, even knew it would be a possibility, which is funny to say, if I hadn't seen Josh and Heather do it first. Oh, Merce. It's amazing. Yeah. Thanks, Paul. You're welcome. <laughs> well, I think that that's what's I so great you. about the I podcast. Yeah, no, honestly, like I love you guys too. I'm feeling oh, yeah. the love. This is great. <laughs> well, just be that you. little. You know, it does take a village. You know, mentality yeah. to raise a child, and the more that people see things or they're made aware, then they can, you know, move beyond tolerance to acceptance to what we all strive for is understanding. And it's hard mm-hmm. because. 
unless you don't know what you don't know and unless you're in that person's shoes it is hard you know there's very few of us that are they're truly you know empathetic enough to actually feel what another person's feeling without having gone through it but i think that that's what's so unique about your podcast especially with the three of you coming from just such different backgrounds and just having a love an undying love not just passion like a man and i always talk about like we're so passionate about this community and our special populations right. and it's such a different take, and I think that you're doing such a great service by sharing so much of yourself. So yeah. that's just mm-hmm. our, like, lovey, mushy stuff that we're going to tell you. But. <laughs> Thank you, guys. So sweet. And I just want to add, like, hearing Mercedes share that, it's the idea that pa- um, proximity is power. There's yeah. so yes. much power in proximity. And because we have social media and because we have things like podcasts, this is some people, the only proximity they'll have to someone with Down syndrome is this podcast or is social media. Yeah. And it just makes it. It just shows the importance of, you know, why we do what we do. Like putting yourselves right. out there, sharing your story, making your, putting your face in front of an audience yeah. it or makes our the kids world, rather. Yeah, it makes the world a lot smaller. Yeah. Absolutely. It was a little boy Down syndrome that drew me into this community and this amazing career I have. And I would have never known unless I had that experience. And he touched my life for, actually, it was crazy. I, um, he just graduated high school the little boy that I was working with and it's just like Aww. melts my heart he's going on to post-secondary and it's just they touch your life in a way that I think no other kid really can mm-hmm. agreed, agreed. <laughs> <laughs> so what else do you guys are you able to kind of accomplish now that you have this platform right we see the type of guests that you have on do you kind of field just questions from people contacting you is it like you said i forget if it was mercedes or heather who said you know what is it that we ourselves want to know more about how do you guys kind of come up with i mean obviously your own life experiences but how else are you coming up with your episodes and just the content that you share I'd say that so far, it's just been like things that we need to know about. <laughs> so yeah, we joke about when we first had the idea for the podcast, I reached out to Heather because I was so frustrated with trying to get Ace to brush his teeth. And I was like, surely there's a podcast somewhere <laughs> about helping your kids with Down syndrome brush their teeth. And I looked all around and there was nothing. And then I was like, why is Heather not doing a podcast? And then, so it all kind of started and we got this thing going. And so much of it has been like, we need to know more about IEPs. We need to know more about behavior. And, you know, as we're reading books, as we're Mm -hmm. finding, hearing interesting speakers, we're just making note and bringing people on or having conversations. Yeah, there's not a lot of science behind it. Right. I'll be like at a retreat with mom so the Down syndrome and I'll come back and be like, Mercedes, Micah, we have to have this mom on because yeah. listen to what she's done. Or, mm-hmm. you know, all of us will be like, we, I met this person or yeah, I went to this training. And so we're doing our best to try to bring some of the best people to the microphone. But I there's, think a that's lot, what, there's a lot of people we want to bring. Yeah, I think that's what makes like the best podcast. It's not formulaic. It's not scripted. It's real. And what you're talking right. about is real life and real issues that aren't scheduled in advance. They're just moments that happen and it's organic. And I think that's what makes, I think, something that some people want to listen to. Exactly. I was going to also add that I think as moms, when we get together, we just have great conversation and glean from each other. And 
one of the cool things I think about our podcast is that all three of us are different moms and we have different kiddos and we're all having conversation kind of around the same subject. Right. So I feel like our listeners get to hear, like they just get to be a part of a girlfriend chat, you know, right? and, and girlfriends that are in their same, I guess, parenthood journey with raising a child with Down syndrome. And there's so much like community in that. And I feel like moms and I know dads and people who just love people with Down syndrome feel like they're they're part of the conversation by just listening to our conversation, Mm -hmm. which hopefully promotes more conversation. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And I do think it's such a treat that we just love each other and love to talk Mm -hmm. to each other. Yeah. And so (laughs) it does feel like this would just be happening over coffee, but Right. But we have a microphone in front of us, which is fun. Yeah. It allows you to share it with all the people who may not have that close-knit community quite as close because, I mean, we know that sometimes you're very close, but you're so far away from someone that you can still be connected with. And not everyone can go down the street and have coffee with someone that they're having that connection with. So Right. Well, it's so funny because now people are like, what am I going to do for this birthday? And it's like, go on Pinterest, you know, and we can like... We can Google things. We can go on Pinterest. And what you hit on was, you know, almost like a a deficit, right? There was nobody. It's not that people weren't talking about it. There just wasn't a platform like a podcast. And I think you guys really stepped in and were able to build the community in that sense. Because, yes, you were building in on Instagram. And Instagram's about, like, showing pictures and, you know, all this stuff. And that was different than what Facebook was. And that was different from whatever was before Facebook. I haven't had enough caffeine, so I can't think back before <laughs> My Facebook. MySpace. My <laughs> there we go. Oh, and then there was Friendster. I was, yeah, Friendster. Oh, my gosh, yeah. yeah. Um, for those of us who are 40. <laughs> <laughs> you look good, girl. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, for us, just kind of seeing that journey, especially from parents, oftentimes parents come to us and they're really mad, right? Something's happened in the school or something has not happened in the school and they are defeated, right? And so then they come to us. And what's unique about our podcast is that we're able to share those experiences of those parents, but then you guys having your podcast and talking about these frustrations and the highs are really high and the lows are really low. And I think that showing that and just being vulnerable, which a lot of people don't like to be, has helped that conversation move forward. I mean, just even we just having different people on our podcast, we're not experts by any means. And yeah, we don't know what we don't know. No, and everyone shares their own perspective and their mm-hmm. own experiences that can bring light. And, you know, I like that it's such a conversation, which is similar to, like, how we try to do it because, you know, things aren't figured out by just, like, and people don't want to be told what to do, right? People want to feel like they're part of it. And I think when you have a conversation, there's a lot of give and take. And, like, you know, we sometimes have conversations where it's, like, you're solving a problem with the conversation. And I think that's what's so great about podcasts like you guys really opening it up for the community as a whole to really start thinking about things in different ways like we say you know we love to you know start the conversation and change the conversation right but it's about getting everyone involved in that conversation that we move forward I love that start the conversation and change Mm -hmm. the conversation it's good (laughs) 
Feel free to use it. <laughs> yeah. We too would like to be Instagram influencers. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> you know, when people meet you, are they like timid to like kind of come up or do they like recognize? Have you gotten that kind of Instagram influencer type of, you know, notoriety, if you will, or everybody's just been super chill? They're just like, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> it's a funny question. It depends on the space. It's not yeah. very common. Like the people, I've met a handful of people who, as they, in their words, are totally fangirling. Yeah. <laughs> usually, usually females. And that's always super weird to yeah. me. Yeah. And then I put myself in a situation where I'm meeting someone who I've followed for so long, you know, in some right, kind yeah. of a social sit- setting, and then I meet them. I think, oh my gosh, I can't believe this. So totally. Well, they feel like they know you, right? Because that's how I feel about totally. some of the podcasts that I listen to. It's like, if I ever saw them, I'd be like, oh my gosh, I totally know you. And yes, yeah. I would be like fangirling. We're yeah, we're friends and we're totally not. You're a stranger. <laughs> you don't know me. Well, you've been, in, you've been in my car. You've been in my house. You've been yeah, on yeah. walks. Yeah. You've been there with me through these things. We must be friends. <laughs> well, and, and I feel like that's a real thing to feel because right. we're intentionally putting ourselves out in a genuine, vulnerable way. Yeah. Like trying to be real genuine. We're not trying to put a bunch of BS out, you know? So mm-hmm. it is like when people say, is that so weird that I know all this? It's like, it's not weird to me at all because I put it out there. Like if I didn't put this stuff out there and you said this, that'd be super creepy. <laughs> <laughs> weird. But no, it's not weird that you know what my kids did at school this week right. because I shared what my yeah, kids did. Sh- right. Exactly. So, right. exactly. <laughs> so it, it is so weird to me to have fans it's the weirdest thing it will forever be the weirdest thing and it's not i'm not getting stopped very often but when it does happen (laughs) from time to time it trips me out or people will be like i saw you at disneyland but i was too afraid to say hi like are you (laughs) kidding me what in the world but now you're telling me and now it's like you should just come and say hi (laughs) Hi. no it's because i was screaming at my kids so they're like (laughs) (laughs) not the time not the time i don't know about you girls micah merce Oh, I feel like people recognize me in the Down syndrome space, but not outside of that. But Sunflower is really popular. <laughs> I feel like she gets stopped a lot, and I just get to be the lucky one who's her mom, who can be like, yeah. oh, well, hi, I'm Mercedes. Right, right. <laughs> Does she just love it? Does she just love the attention? Yes, yeah, sometimes. And then other times she runs right past the person. <laughs> like, I've got things to do. Yeah, she just, you know, she's trying to live a normal life. Yeah. You know? Hard being Hard famous. Like, I don't know why you're making such a big deal, Mom. <laughs> no, I know. So, yeah, sometimes I've gotten that a few times. But, again, it's just been in my beautiful world of the Down syndrome community. But all you out there should know me. Uh-huh. Like, Laura. <laughs> I love you so much, girl. <laughs> and you should be all fangirling hardcore. That's so funny. And oh Micah, you're in San Francisco? Or yeah, you're still in the I, yeah. That's probably a little different. And then Mercedes, you're, and Heather, you're in SoCal? Yes. Correct. Yeah. So I don't know if it's different in San I just feel like San Francisco is just, NorCal is just so different than Southern California. Like not even the same yeah, state. Yeah, sure. yeah, yeah. For sure. Yeah, it, you know, the Down syndrome community, as I've experienced it, is a lot smaller in yeah. Northern California. And so, but yeah, the my Instagram is definitely like a smaller thing. Nobody's hit me up for like, ads for detergent <laughs> right right like that that's a good thing <laughs> you don't want to do that <laughs> but i was before i 
and I'm still a writer, but had a blog that I was pretty prolific at for a while. And the weirdest thing that happened was being at the zoo one day and talking to my son. This is like six years ago or something. And a woman being like, I just heard you say your son's name. Are you Micah Boyette? And that was the one time there's ever been a sighting. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> That's so funny. Oh, my gosh. Sighting, you're the best. <laughs> That's so funny. Something that Mercedes and I have talked about before, like how she was saying, you were saying, does Sunflower love the attention? I think that people forget that our kids are just human kids, yeah. like right. real life humans. <laughs> right, so right. When they meet the kids, it's like, yeah, my kids might be totally rude to you because right. they don't know who you are and then yeah. you don't know what's happening here. Like, or yeah. they don't care. They don't, right, care. Right. They don't yeah. care. They don't care. So when we ask for a picture, you might get one out of three and that's great. Yeah. Like, you win. Yeah, you, you win. win. Exactly. You <laughs> if you get all three, you are magic. So just lower your expectations <laughs> when you meet us in real life. <laughs> They are real life human children with all the feelings that human children have. (laughs) So do you guys have anything in mind for like what you want to do moving forward? Obviously the podcast, there's so many people that it reaches and obviously with Instagram as well. But have you guys ever thought about doing like a live podcast recording? Mm -hmm. Get Micah down here. Like, Uh, (laughs) what's next for the lucky few is essentially the question. (laughs) Yeah, it's tricky with the podcast because for all three of us, it's not our main thing. And so it's hard to be able to know how much time to put into it or how much we can put into it. I do feel like if it was our main thing, we would be dreaming to the stars and (laughs) reaching those dreams. Yeah. But we just are, do we all have full-time things we're doing? It really is a side project that we love that we'd like to make more, right? More than just a side project, but that's, there's a lot of things that need to happen for that to mm-hmm. take place. So we are going to do a live event for sure. The lucky few, as in my husband and I's job, business, I don't know if we call it a business. LLC. <laughs> Thank you. That is true. The lucky few LLC. We're going to be doing events starting next year that I would like to have the podcast be a key part of. Awesome. Um, that would be live, but these are all things we're dreaming up and fleshing out. So I would like next year for there to be four live recordings. Ooh. We are putting it out in the universe. Right. And, and that's what you need to do. I mean, yep. honestly, it's like, just in. what we're finding <laughs> out. Breaking was, on the Inclusive yeah. Education Project. <laughs> yeah. No, but I mean, it really is something where, like, if you build it, they will come. Like, you putting it out there in the universe that – you know, you want to spread the message further than the reach that you already have. Like, even if it's a side project, like I think, you know, I'm sure if you put it out there, people will want will want it. And, you know, I think dreaming big, there's nothing wrong with that. You know, our podcast is kind of like our side project too, even though it's like part of our full-time jobs, but it's really like an additional thing. And what we've learned with it is just as much as we can dream big because you just never know. And I think with the community you're building, I think it builds such a strong bond with everyone that, you know, I think they're going to love the idea of live. I mean, oh, tell us the dates. We want to yeah, be we'll there. Yeah, we'll be there. <laughs> like, <laughs> front row. We'll be there. Front row. <laughs> My mom and dad, you two girls. Yes. Okay. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and then we tell five friends. We'll, we could get yeah. this oh, going. we'll oh. get it. You do it in we'll SoCal. We'll, we'll get the audience built. Don't you worry. <laughs> 
Well, we'll keep you posted. You can be our marketing. Yay! We are totally in. in. (laughs) Well, thank you, ladies, so much for being on our podcast. If you guys have not listened to The Lucky Few, you are missing out. Go Go add it to your subscription list. Yeah. Anywhere you listen to podcasts, you will find them. Ladies, once again, thank you so much for everything that you do. Thank you for sharing your lives with everyone. And we will talk to you about that live recording for sure. We will help. (laughs) All right. Thanks for listening, guys. And we will talk to you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.